0: Israeli officials say the war in Gaza will last for several more months, but according to local officials, tanks are withdrawing from some Gaza city districts. BBC's Yolanda Nell has more.
1: Israel has said that its war against Hamas will continue for many more months, but the military signalled a shift in its tactics, pulling out some combat forces and moving to more localised operations. The army says the withdrawal of some reservists will help the economy and that some units will be freed up in case of a wider conflict with the Lebanese armed group Hezbollah. The scale of suffering in Gaza, where the bombardment has killed thousands and driven most people from their homes, has led Israel's closest ally, the U.S., to urge it to lower the intensity of its offensive.
0: The BBC's Yolanda Nell. The war between Israel and Hamas is about to reach the three-month mark. Authorities in Gaza say most Palestinian families are facing hunger. Increased Israeli airstrikes have devastated infrastructure and displaced most of the population. NPR's Jane Raff reports fighting has prevented the flow of aid.
1: Fighting in Gaza has killed about 20,000 people, most of them women and children, according to the Gaza Health Ministry. Israel says about 1,200 Israelis were killed at the start of the war. Now even more people are at risk of starving to death in Gaza. The UN says along with destroyed infrastructure, farming and fishing has come to a halt. A recent report by the IPC, made up of U.N. and other aid agencies, described the most severe food crisis of any country or region it has charted since it began 20 years ago. It said currently over 90 percent of the population was listed
0: as in crisis. Jane Raff, NPR News, Amman, Jordan. Several strong earthquakes shook Japan today, prompting the highest-level tsunami warning for a time. That warning has since been downgraded. The largest of the quakes had a magnitude of 7.5 and collapsed buildings on the west coast of Honshu, Japan's main island. There are reports of some fatalities, but numbers have yet to be confirmed. The U.S. economy did better than expected in 2023, with Wall Street ending the year on a positive note. NPR's Scott Horsley reports on what economists are predicting in the new year.
1: We should start with the caveat that most of the predictions made a year ago at this time turned out to be wrong. Uh So take this with a (laughs) grain of salt. Uh, In general, though, economic forecasters expect some relative calm in the next 12 months. The economy is expected to grow a little bit more slowly. Unemployment is expected to tick up a little bit from its very low level, but not much. And both inflation and interest rates are expected to moderate this coming year.
0: NPR's Scott Horsley. Wall Street is closed today for the New Year's holiday. Trading resumes tomorrow. This is NPR News. According to state media reports, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un says his military should thoroughly annihilate the United States and South Korea if provoked. He said his military must use all available means, including nuclear weapons, in the event of a conflict. The escalation in rhetoric comes as the U.S. increased drills with South Korea in 2023, and North Korea is expected to test its largest ballistic missiles. More than 20 states raised their minimum wage effective today. Washington state has the highest state minimum wage at $16.28 an hour. It's higher in some cities than the District of Columbia. There are still 20 states where the minimum wage is the same as the federal minimum of $7.25 an hour, which was set in 2009. College football teams from Alabama, Michigan, Texas, and Washington State are gearing up for the semifinal games today. Pat Duggins of Alabama Public Radio has more from Tuscaloosa.
2: The Crimson Tide season started off in a shaky fashion after losing to Texas. Now Alabama is facing the Michigan Wolverines in the Rose Bowl game in Pasadena. The winner goes for the title. Wide receiver Isaiah Bond says the team banned the use of computer tablets on the sidelines. It's called watching film. We was able to watch film with the team, but personally we can't watch film because... I don't know, some reason with Michigan stealing signs, but I'm not really too keyed in on that. Michigan was sanctioned for stealing the code signs opposing coaches use to communicate with players. For NPR News, I'm Pat Duggins in Tuscaloosa, Alabama.
0: The National Championship game will be Monday in Houston. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News in Washington.